The best health care is there in ways big and small. There when we most and least expect it. We may not see it, but we feel it. It lets us know we're not in this alone. Everyone deserves a health care partner who never quits. One who's there for what matters. United Healthcare, there for what matters. It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community and we'll continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. Before she became an autism advocate and mom of four, Shaletta Brundage was an Emmy Award-winning comedian. Need something to put a smile in your face? Laughing with Letta is sure to tickle your funny bone. Check it out, but pee first and make sure you ain't drinking nothing when Shaletta's on a roll. That way you won't have anything to clean up when the podcast is over. Y'all know I love to laugh, but I don't play when it comes to my life. And let me just say this, and I don't know if anybody else has been bold enough to say it, but I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. Racism is killing black mothers. Black women trying to have babies, something that ought to be as natural as baking a pie, a dying. I almost died three times giving birth to three of my children. And this is not just a Minnesota thing. I was in three different states having babies. Brandon was in Ohio, Andrew was in Minnesota, and Cameron and Daniel were in Texas. This is universal across the board. We're seeing it too often. Now listen, we'll get back to the podcast in a minute. But first, Black Beyond Measure honors and elevates Black creators like me, artists, entrepreneurs, and others in my community, in the Black community. And Target holds the community front and center, supporting our products, ambitions, and efforts, and the people behind them, encouraging them to thrive. Capricia Ambers is a local Twin Cities artist whose work can be seen in Target's Diverse Artist series. Her featured designs include beautiful, bold silhouettes and can be found on throw pillows, doormats, mugs, tumblers, and more. She finds inspiration from and connection to her city and community. Learn more at target.com slash black beyond measure. The doctors are not listening to the concerns and cares of black women. And when I saw that Serena Williams almost died, I knew that there wasn't no hope for me because if, if doctor ain't going to listen to Serena, he damn sure ain't going to listen to Shaletta. And then we look at the medical schools and there are not a lot of black female doctors in the pipeline, not enough to fix this problem. 
So I, 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 I don't have the answer. I don't, I don't have my finger on the pulse of diversity in healthcare, but I know somebody who does. So I call Nika Sidestrom, my girlfriend over there at Hennepin Health. Uh, she is the chief health equity officer. Baby, I, I hats off to you. Uh, if I had a round of applause, I'd give you one right now because your job, what you do, um, is saving lives. Thank you for joining Laughing with Thank Love. You. Thank you so much for having me on. You know, I love hanging out with you. I I, I just can't thank you enough um, for this work. And, and I want you to just dive right into this issue that we're having with Black women, maternal health, how we're dying, um, how, how we're getting sick and, and nobody is listening and we are crying out. And, and then I'm like, well, you know what? We're just going to get a bunch of more Black female uh, OBGYNs, but it's not enough in the pipeline to fix the problem. Well, what is What is going on and how do we right the ship? It is a significant concern. It's gonna take a whole host of people doing the right thing to make it change, but it's also just gonna take some simple things as well. Like recognizing our needs as black women are different and mm. just making adjustments to really see us. I think part of the problem is we just aren't seen. You go into the hospital, you are trying to give birth, and you have issues, you're feeling some kind of way, your body's telling you something's wrong. And there's a couple of things that happen. One, there's a fear of if I open my mouth, what are they gonna think? There's also associated with that fear is the assumptions that you already know they've made of you coming in the door. They've already decided how educated you are, how like resourced you are. They've made assumptions on whether or not you have a, a husband or is this just a partner because you know apparently Black women only are baby mamas. They think about whether you're uh, dr on drugs or if you need social services. Like these assumptions travel with you and we never take a time when to just kind of pause and find out who the person is in front of us. We think the biases and the assumptions just come with it. So you know that, you feel it in your core. You know they've already thought something about you. So then it's really challenging to say, they think I'm this, 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 and this, and I need their help. How do I get around those barriers for them to see me for who I am and then to help me. This the thing. That's a lot of work. It's I'm in the middle. I just gave birth to a child. My emotions and my hormones are shot. I got to think about how I'm going to take care of this baby once I get home. If I'm a yeah. first time mother, I've never had a child. If I have children at home, how is this new baby going to factor into that? When do I get back to work? Do I go back to work? Do I, go back I, to work? Shouldn't yeah. have to, I shouldn't have to try to fight to stay alive while I'm trying to go through the fact that my hormones are all over the place. My hair done fell out. I got a brand new baby that I don't know in the new responsibility yeah. yes exactly but the problem is is that as black women we don't get the grace of being women first we're black first i need to write that down hold on black women don't get the grace of being women first girl that's finna go on a t-shirt okay no, I, I got a couple of things folks been saying i need to put on a t-shirt i need to just get my own Forget this whole healthcare equity thing, girl. You got a line of t-shirts in your future. But that's true. That's they real. don't look at us a lot of times as women. Women. No, ma'am. We are black first. And that's the burden of blackness. I even wrote an article called The Burden of Blackness. That is the burden that we carry is being black first before we're anything else. And that's why this is a significant problem. Because 
if it was just a women problem, there'd be a whole host of ways of managing it, right? When women couldn't vote, there was a big uprising and women worked hard to get women the right to vote. Right. But then when it became black women, they was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, so yes, you may be a woman, but you're black first. And it's the black part of that that you know matters. So women, in parentheses, white, could vote. Black women could not vote because black trumped women. And that has been our history. Our history still to this day. Black always trumps anything else that follows. And that's where the racism sits. And that's where we got to get around. Because by not seeing anything other than my blackness, you miss the whole host. I think I, I almost died giving birth to my daughter here mm -hmm. in Minnesota. As privileged as I am with four degrees, two sort of two right. like right. more alphabet behind my name at the hospital that I worked at, knew everybody, including the president of the hospital. I still was almost that statistic. Yeah. When when they didn't listen to Serena Williams, I, I just I gave up. Yeah. I said, if you're not gonna listen to Serena, yeah, I just you like, know what, what, is, what are you gonna do with me? Don't worry, don't worry about it. I just I just I, I remember I remember laying there praying. That God would not let me die. I was like, Jesus, you are all I have right now because I don't have no doctors, I don't have no nurses. My mom and them at home taking care of these other two. I, I just, I just gotta lay here and pray that you help me make it through. But what my prayer is that there's an answer. And one of the things that you talked about um, are the doulas, the you know, the mm -hmm. other options for Black women that we can um, take advantage of. Talk to me about that. Yes, uh, doulas are not. A new thing. Doulas and midwives have been part of the birthing history since women have been able to give birth. It's just, it is culturally the way we take care of women as they're having babies. Now listen, we'll get back to the podcast in a minute. But first... We all need to think about our mental well-being. We're here for you. We need to be checking in on each other for support. Have you checked on your people lately? You're not alone. Our mental health is part of our total well-being. We're worthy of joy and self-care. community. Because when we see mental health, we see a community that cares. www.cmentalhealth.org You know that building a successful business takes time. But as your business grows and changes, it feels like time is the one thing you never have enough of. Work with a banker who understands that the right time to get you the financial flexibility your business needs to thrive is right now. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. When I walked across that stage at my high school graduation, I was excited, but confused about my next step. Then I walked through the doors at Doherty Family College. Doherty Family College is part of the University of St. Thomas. It's a two-year college that lets you earn an associate's degree and puts you on a path to your bachelor's degree. Classes are small, so I have a personal relationship with professors committed to my success. Like the name says, they treat us like family. They call us scholars because they believe we could do anything we put our minds to. They set us up for excellence with free tutoring, and that's not the only thing that's free laptops, books, even breakfast and lunch, and bus fare. That's part of the package here at Doherty Family College. It's even free to apply. So do like I did. Go to dfc.stthomas.edu and set up a tour. 
We'd be excited to welcome you to our family here at Doherty Family College. At General Mills, our table is your table, and we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. And if you look at our history, in particular in America, Black women, one of the only jobs that they were allowed was to be a midwife, was to be able to bring babies in, white babies, Black babies. The job was to bring babies in safely to the world and then manage and care for them. So midwifery and doula is part of our like distinct culture um, here as, as the uh, descendants of the enslaved in America. And it is one of the only ways that we have shown is successfully allowed for Black women to birth safely because there is another voice mm. that not only is there speaking for you and advocating for you, but also understands what is mm -hmm. happening and can act. And that part is where it's missing. It's the, you become less of a single entity trying to fight for yourself and now more of a group. And mm -hmm. it does not even talk about men and trying to advocate for their wives in these situations. Because again, if they're black, black is first, right? They don't see anything else. When I went to go give birth to my daughter, I walked into the hospital and at the front desk, the little reception at the front desk, I looked her dead in her face and I said, please don't kill me. Every person that I met on my journey while I was in labor, I saw them and I said, please don't kill me. And they just kept looking at me like, what is going on? And I was like, please don't kill me. Just I'm please don't kill me. I got see. a little boy at home. Please I'm planning to see. Me. Please don't kill yes. my little babies. I don't want yes. nobody to stay. I don't want no vigils. I don't want no candlelight mm -hmm. vigils. I, I don't I want y'all testifying before Congress. Yes. I, I don't want no legislation with my name on my it. My name on it. I That's not going either. And see the yep. salvation of the Lord. Yeah, I want. I want yep. to live. Yeah, I want yep. to live. But but this, I said it so many times. They got me the one black nurse that I was on duty in the hospital. I don't even know if she was a lady. It didn't matter. They <laughs> found wait, her. She, they went got her from another hospital. They're like, oh, excuse me. Yes. Send an Uber for that. Send that over here. But but that that goes to why you had to drag me over the hump to get the virus. Uh, yeah. Uh, get get the COVID shot so that I wouldn't get the virus. Talk to me about how we can, even though we have issues with the system, we know it is not designed for us um, to succeed. And, and we've all got horror stories, but how do we cross the hurdle and get that vaccine? Because we need that to keep us safe. These kids getting ready to go back to school. We getting ready to go to the fair. This virus is yes. still out there. Yes. They've got breakthrough cases. And I don't know about nobody else, but I'm just so grateful to you. And I need to say thank you on this show because I don't know if I would have gotten that vaccine without you. And I've had COVID three times since then, and I'm still here, still breathing, still talking. And and who knows, you might have been speaking fondly at my service and bringing a potato salad to my family at a funeral if you had not gotten me to get that shot. Yes. And it boils down to trust. And it's so hard to boil it down to one word, but it really is one word. It really is trust. And there's so many people out there that are saying, oh, we have to figure out ways to get the black community to trust us because if they don't trust us, then they don't do things like get the vaccine and then they die and we can't figure it out. It's like, it's not as simple as just saying trust. Trust is earned. Mm. Where have you ever done anything to earn our trust? Like, that's the part that I always ask. What have you done? You, you set up a, a pop-up tent in our community 
with a bunch of white faces smiling, saying, please come get it. We really want you to trust us. And we really want you to know we care about you, but you've not done anything to make me feel like I should give you my trust. And that is where the healthcare system has fallen short. Like you haven't accepted and acknowledged your shortcomings in a way that makes me realize that you actually get it. Mm-hmm. And that is a very simple thing to do. It's very simple to say, you know what? We've never done a good job at taking care of black people in America. Ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. ever. Not mm-hmm. one person who is in any sort of healthcare profession in this country has ever had an opportunity to say we have been intentional and deliberate in doing our best for black people because it's just not the way the system was set up. You got people who want to be better. You have people who are working at it, but we haven't dismantled the system that makes it impossible to change. The system was designed never to be moved. And right now we're trying to move the unmovable. Mm. And the problem is, is that people don't see it that way. They just think, oh, we get another program. Oh, if we tell them the statistics. Oh, if we go into the community. Oh, if we put the black face token that's out there and says, oh, look, we have a chief diversity officer, a chief health equity officer, and they're black and they're one of you, so just believe them. The, the, like, we don't understand how that puppet experience works. Like, because because we all knew who the Uncle Toms were, right? Like, right. we all knew the difference between the house Negro and the field Negro. We knew all the difference. So that, that doesn't play well with us anymore. But they still keep thinking that that's the process when all we need from you is to do something to earn our trust. That's all mm-hmm. we need. Do something to earn our trust. Own your shortcomings. Own the system is screwed up. Own the fact that you're working every day to try and change it. And then maybe I'll trust you. And if I trust you, then I'll believe you when you tell me this is very important for your well-being. That's why you got your vaccines, because you trusted me. I trusted you. Girl, everything was riding on you. All of it. Everything Mm -hmm. was riding on you. That's why you were standing right next to me. That's why you was there. Uh, And and if it wasn't for you, I'm telling you I wouldn't have gotten it. But, you know, we need more of you in every city, in every county, in every town, so that not only can you tell us authentically that it's safe, that this is the best option, that this is going to keep you alive, but to change those systems so that, you know, once one day, when we don't have to worry about COVID anymore, it's better for all right. of us. You know right. what I mean? So this got to go beyond this COVID campaign. This, this, this got to be a, a new... Um, change in the way we do healthcare. Do you think before you get up out of here, do you think that it'll ever, that we could ever get there? Because you got to feel like with your role and your title and your responsibility, you got to be feeling like you scoop a sand with a spoon off the beach. (laughs) (laughs) There are days like that for sure. But I will tell you that I, I do believe that it will change because I've seen it. I have moved the unmovable. It's been a small move, but it moved. And because of that, I know that we can keep going forward. I know we can change it. I know it's going to take every last ounce of my soul to get it to happen. And my movement is going to transpire to someone else. We are just continuing to move the unmovable from the greats who started this, from the first enslaved person who jumped off the ship and said, not me, all the way up to every great person who has made it so that you and I can sit here out of change. We will still keep pushing the unmovable until one day it just goes off the cliff and we don't have to do that anymore. Oh, well, I thank you for your work. I thank you for your effort. 
I thank you for what you have and continue to do for our community and you saving lives. You likely saved mine. And so I love you and I'm grateful for you. And thank you for coming on the show. Anytime. I love you too, Shaletta, always. All right. And thank y'all for coming on Laughing with Letta. You know, we usually just get the giggling up in here and kicking in together. But today we're trying to keep you alive. Y'all join us next week. See you then. That girl is crazy in a good way. To check out previous episodes, log on to her website, SheLettaMakesMeLaugh.com. You can also check out where she's appearing next and score cool merch. Hi, I'm Shaletta Brundage. I'm a media personality, podcaster, and a business owner. But my most important role is mom. Three of my beautiful kids have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. When I didn't know who to trust or where to turn, I found ACRA. ACRA provides home care services to families all over Minnesota. The care is not one size fits all. They know each one of my kids is unique. They listen to what resources we needed and what's best for our family. I've seen my kids grow and thrive with ACRA's in-home care. While autism is the most common diagnosis among ACRA clients, ACRA offers personalized in-home care services for people with disabilities, chronic illnesses, behavioral diagnosis, and mental illness. They work with children, adolescents, and older folks too. Find out more about ACRA at their website, acrahomecare.org. ACRA helps me provide my kids with a better quality of life. They can do it for your family too. Are you feeling crummy? Maybe you think it's a little food poisoning from the potato salad at the picnic, or summer cold, or your allergies are acting up again. Well, some of these symptoms could be a sign that you have COVID-19. A cough, runny nose, sore throat, and chills could be from COVID. So could muscle pain, headaches, and fatigue, even nausea, diarrhea, or vomiting. And of course, a fever, difficulty breathing, and a loss of your sense or taste of smell. Don't take chances with your health or risk infecting those close to you. Test to find out if you've got COVID. You can get it even if you've had it before and even if you're vaccinated. Contact your local pharmacy or healthcare provider for information about testing. Children's Minnesota, the leader in specialized healthcare for kids, is here to raise awareness, standards, the bar, the stakes, the question, the curtain. On raising kids' health to the highest priority, Kids need equal access to health care, more pediatric expertise, a voice for change. Kids need us, all of us. So let's raise them up. Children's Minnesota, the kid experts. Do you worry that lead-based pain in your older home might be dangerous to your children or kids who visit you? Well, Hennepin County put those fears to rest. Hennepin County offers free lead tests and home assessments. If they find anything, eligible homeowners and landlords can receive up to $15,000 for work on the home, including new windows. The government banned lead-based paint 45 years ago when it was discovered that lead poisoning can affect development and cause permanent damage in young children. But 75% of those homes built before 1978 still contain some lead-based paint. As the paint degrades, it can make dust that little kids ingest when they're crawling and putting things in their mouths. So make sure your home is safe and hazard-free 
Learn about testing and that $15,000 grant at hennepin.us backslash lead control. That's hennepin.us backslash lead control. The cultural districts of Minneapolis revel in the motto of every neighborhood having its own flavor. Whether that's Sabor Latino in Holy Land over in Northeast Minneapolis on Central Avenue, Barakala Restaurant and the Cedar Cultural Center over in the Cedar Riverside neighborhood, or even Mercado Central in Los Ocampo over on Lake Street. And these cultural districts help Minneapolis stay a city on the bubble, changing and relevant today and for years to come. You know Shaletta makes you laugh, but did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business.